Welcome to the Skeptic Wire. October 26, 2011, and this is The Skeptic Wire. Hey! Recording from the Go Recording Studios in San Antonio, Texas. Indeed. I'm David Harcourt, joined as always by Gary Lawn. I'm a ghost. Aren't you scared? <laughs> Craig Perrine. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. And Donna Swafford. I got nothing. This is not the podcast that you're looking for. <laughs> oh, and it's wait. Halloween week. <laughs> it Happy is. Halloween, everyone. And, um... Boo. We're gonna. <laughs> okay, we're gonna call this a Halloween episode, although we don't really have any Halloween anything. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, <clears throat> but, I guess um, about yoga. That's kind of Halloweeny-ish. Yoga. Ooh. <laughs> we got some spooky fracking. Ooh. And natural <laughs> diet pills. Ooh. And psychics, because okay. they're always scary. Yes, we do have. We, we we have one skeptical magical topic. Penguins penguin sweaters. No, no, the the thing about the psychics. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Well penguin sweaters that's like costumes, you know, dress up. Good point. That's very Halloween y. Not not magical, but it's Halloween y. Okay. You mind if I talk about this lawsuit first? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we, we got sued? A, not yeah. us, but our mayor Damn. was sued. We'll and know when we've arrived when we get sued. I don't have a lot right to now, say I'm about this on hate mail. right now because there's not a lot of information, but a fellow by the name of Patrick Green has I think we have all the information we need. sued our mayor <laughs> um, over prayer before council meetings. Okay? okay? So he has filed a lawsuit. This is not his first lawsuit. No. Um, if you look into oh, uh, Patrick Green... Yeah. He uh, won a lawsuit in California. He won a lawsuit in California? Yes. Wow. Um, over what? Over the same issue. Oh, okay. He I mean, also, that's, a, that's a decent issue. He has also uh, <clears throat> filed and lost a lawsuit over the National Day of Prayer. And he has threatened a lawsuit over a bumper sticker that he did not like. Then that's what mm. I know him for. Yeah. Or from. So he tried to sue Ray Comfort? Yes. Correct. Because they were selling a Happy Atheist Day April 1st, April 1st bumper yeah. sticker, threatened a lawsuit, which is ridiculous. Because, um, you know, sense of humor. Uh, sense <laughs> that, of humor. That would be nice. Uh, First Amendment rights, perhaps. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, with this lawsuit. We'll follow it. Don't have much to say about it yet, but we'll give you an update next week if we hear anything. Now, Greg, uh, you have a couple of things, updates you want to talk about, starting with... Some fundamentalists? Actually, that's Donna? my update. So. All right. Latter-day Saints. Um, as we talked about before, the polygamous group are trying to appeal their convictions. And a lawyer for Raymond Merrill Jessup has filed an, uh, an appeal with the Third Court of Appeals, basically saying that he wants his client's conviction overturned because the prosecutors can't prove the rape occurred in Texas. Not that they can't prove the rape occurred, just that they can't prove that it occurred. So yeah. it's, it's it's the wrong venue then. Is yes. What saying. Yeah. But these guys didn't they stay in a compound in Texas? Yeah. Were yes, they doing they a did. bunch of traveling? I I didn't know they were doing a bunch of traveling. Well, Warren Jeffs himself was caught out of state because he basically went on the lam. Yeah. So. But he, you know, it was pretty 
they had audio evidence of him basically raping these young girls on audio tape. I'm not sure what the in what, his car what proof they have in his car, but none of them said, "Yeah, oh, we're in Texas." <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but I think they had enough like evidence. We do. And it we, have the, like, we have the decency to say. Go recording studio in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. It does sound like... If anything illegal happens here, we know where it happened. <laughs> it does sound At like Rhapsody the, Street the attorney... Studios, right? uh, Ed Marshall seems pretty um, pretty confident that he has all the evidence he needs yeah. and can convince jurors. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. they're always... People always throw up these <laughs> it's silly a lot of, defenses. Yeah, just trying to just throw, throw up technical stuff. Just throw a thing at the wall stuff. and see, see what sticks. I doubt if yeah. that's going to stick. I love the fact that Jessup is an old west type of name, you know, <laughs> and he's kind of in an old west type type of churchy polygamous sect. So it kind of works for me. <laughs> Jeffs and Jessup, okay. in the tree. But there was actually another uh, Texas legal story ish thing that happened this week um, uh, over at Friendly Atheist. Temet Meta. And several other people on Facebook pointed out that there's this voting going on for a new Texas specialty license plate, the kind of vanity plates that you can buy on the side. And it was all in black and white. And on the bottom, it said, it, you know, pretty, it was a black and white message as well. On the bottom, it said, one state under God, which is kind of problematic because of the God thing. But they could pretend with the argument that, well, the nation's motto is one nation under God. We can get away with that. It's just tradition. But on the left-hand side of this license plate was the iconic image of the three crosses from the Mount More. of... Uh, Golgotha. Actually, a Golgotha. Visual, nice visual license plate. It was pretty, I but really it was... I really like the white on black. It was pretty, but it was illegal. <laughs> It's tough. I don't know. You know. Um, yeah. See, I have, I have a problem with it being illegal because it's people want to buy or have the option to purchase it, and so they can purchase it. Right. Yes, but there's, but there's not, a, not a Buddhist. There's not a Jewish. There's not a Muslim. Yeah, but the state doesn't decide. I mean, basically, anyone can say, "I want this plate." An organization can say, "I want this plate," and if and then there's an approval process, and then they make the plate. But the Texas people can say. Are the, as a government issued ID thing, this has to we have to stay completely neutral with the respect to religion. Go get yourself a damn bumper sticker and a stinker uh, and a Jesus. See, I, to, to me, it, it seems like because the numbers are there, which is the identification. It's, uh, to me, it's no different than putting a Kansas State, you know, logo or a Texas Tech logo or or whatever, or it's, say it's, the Confederate flag. Sure. You have no problem with the Confederate flag on a if, Texas state. If an idiot wants right. to put that on their stinking car, go ahead. It tells me who to avoid. It I tells just me I'm a lot about this, the person. Because Indiana had a In God We Trust license plate. Didn't like it, but right. they did that. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know the legal issues. I, w- I wish we could kind of say we ought to, it's a state-issued thing, so it ought to be yeah. have religion separate. I'm yeah. not sure. But at the same time... I don't know. I kind of agree with Gary here. And also the voting thing. Um, I think it was it was kind of pointless to vote unless you're going to comment. I actually voted and did a comment right. um, saying, hey, this is wrong. Is this legal? Is this, you know, is this a violation of church and state? And what if you had a, you know, one state under Allah plate, you know, or right, one state which under I think, no God? I think they should be perfectly, they, they should be allowed because a lot of people think that their cars, I mean, they are a reflection of who they are, right? I don't. To me, it's a way to get around and, and get my stuff done. Then use a bumper sticker, not a state-issued, you know, 
legal thing. Or or allow them to like like up in Oklahoma you can get vanity plates. You have to keep your original plate there. But then your vanity plate is whatever you... I mean, you yeah. still have to have all the numbers yeah. on there. Well, maybe there'll be a lawsuit. <laughs> maybe Patrick Green will follow up. I mean, to, to <laughs> me, it's, it's we'll a design, see. and they're offering a design for people to do. So, Well, the interesting follow-up to this is a lot of people I knew on Facebook passed this around, shared it with each other, yeah. and a lot of people made comments and talked back and forth about saying, you know, be nice in your comments, mention that you might expose yourself to lawsuits, and not just be Christian bashing or anything. Um, in a couple days before we recorded, I went to look up on the site, and it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So either the voting is done, and mm-hmm. that's that, or they realized there's a lot of kerfuffle over this and took it down. Yeah, but they took down the college know. one, too. Yeah, exactly. Two, that's two, that's two, a little weird. They took down the college voting, But too, it may so have just too. been there's been enough controversy yeah. that they just took the whole <laughs> thing down. It did, They didn't have the time to basically separate the two postings or I don't know what it was. Well, yeah. my other side of that is, is that usually these vanity plates, these vanity style plates is what I should say. You pay extra to get them and that money then goes to a particular charity, yeah. such as an alumni fund. Yeah. If you get the, the save the animals, it goes to ASPCA. Where is this money going to? Yeah. I tried to find uh, out point. and point. they didn't have that information because I read the rules and everything and they, that's exactly what they described. And I could not find who submitted this request, what organization that was not on the state website, unfortunately. And the question is, since it's a vanity plate, isn't that one of the seven deadly sins? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Sir. All well, right. Okay. I think that okay. put a bow on that one pretty nicely. All right. Okay. Hey, Donna, you have been uh, studying up on natural diet pills. Well, you know, just kind of a natural... Hey, were those scare quotes that you were saying natural in? (laughs) Yes. Um, It's actually kind of just more of this, you know, the increase in supplements and what you're putting into your body and what you're not telling your doctor sort of thing. Because there have been two recent studies that have come out that said, you know what, these might not be as great as what they're claiming, because of their drug interactions. But but it's it's natural. <laughs> so is natural snack. means good. And these are diet pills, correct? Well, diet pills and also or just um, in general, uh, like uh, herbal supplements like St. John's Wort, ginger, ginkgo, garlic. These all can have dangerous drug interactions. And basically, pe- doctors and groups are trying to get people warned about. These potential drug interactions. Tell, tell okay. your doctors, folks. Okay. But in regards to the diet pills, actually, what they found is is that a lot of the diet pills that are out there, products marketed like A Slim, hundred percent natural slimming capsules, P fifty seven Hoodia, Fentaburn, <laughs> Dream Body slimming capsules, all were found to can, contain subutramine, which is the medication known as Meridia, which was a prescription weight loss drug that was removed in October, this past October because it was linked to heart attacks and strokes. So it was removed from the legitimate drugs, but these supplements can these still supplements have it because they're not regulated. Unregulated natural diet pills. So the FDA, FDA has posted a warning saying this product poses a threat to consumers because of subutramine is known to substantially increase blood pressure and or pulse rate in some patients and may present a significant risk for patients with a history of coronary artery disease, congestive heart failure, arrhythmias, or strokes. So uh, that would be natural? bad. 
Right. Yeah, strokes, <laughs> strokes are perfectly natural. <laughs> so are heart attacks. Right. And then, like I said, I mean, and then um, last yep. week, Science Daily came out with one that said, you know, feverfew, which is used for migraine prevention, ginger, cranberry, St. John's wort, and ginseng can interact with warfarin in a negative effect, Warf- which is a blood thinner. Warfarin is a blood thinner usually give to people who have hypertension. So if you're taking a blood thinner, you can't drink cranberry juice? Not supposed wow. to. And you can't ask St. John's wort for help either. Right. And, and, the and th- also those... Maybe St. John, but not as wort. <laughs> right. And also those same drugs will increase the effects of aspirin, which is, you know, essentially a very mild version of, of warfarin because they're okay. both blood thinners. All right. Um, garlic can also work with anti-clotting and immunosuppressant drugs. Valerian, which a lot of people use to go to sleep. Yeah, don't take it. With you know your your sleeping pill, you know. Yeah. A lot of people don't think that they think because it's natural, it's not a drug or something like that. Even if it's something like garlic, they don't understand that if it's supposed to be doing something in your body, then it's some kind of active ingredient doing something. And a lot of people don't tell their doctors that yeah. they're taking these. So what was well, the nature would... of the study? The, the these studies were they just looking at. Drug interactions, like history of yeah. of drug inter- uh, potentially harmful well, drug interactions that have been reported. Um, basically, the one with the herbal supplements um, were looking at orthopedic surgery patients and specifically older patients. Okay, and w- what they were reporting of what they used and what they didn't, didn't talk to their about. doctor about. Right. These are so, kind of known interactions. So, so this- if you are an older you know, you are an older person and you're taking glucosamine for your joints. You don't tell your doctor. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he's page two. Thank you. Putting so, you okay. on, you know, something because you're are you people reading from a script. Yes. <laughs> you know, he puts you on something because you have a heart problem. And all of a sudden now it's affecting that clotting agent or say you have something worse, you know. So the this study is, was looking at negative reactions, and then they were going back and looking to see if there was a possible yes, not a supplement causing that negative right. reaction. Right, and that most people were not telling their doctors what. Okay. Because it was natural. And it was higher than they thought. And there's my scare quotes. Right. For our studio audience, I guess. <laughs> the dogs. Okay. <laughs> so if you're taking supplements, well, tell your doctor. Well, that was Yes. So yeah, okay. basically, if you're going to take supplements. Let your doctor know so that, you know, if you get cancer and you're put on tamoxifen, it will not interact. And also realize that some of these natural supplements and Are not natural. (laughs) They might have actual, actual ingredients in them. Like we talked a couple months ago about the homeopathic stuff that had zinc in it and started people losing their their sense of taste Taste and smell. So all these all-natural homeopathic stuff. They actually have stuff in there that are actually interacting it's with you. It's unregulated, so you don't know. Yes. Let's go. So you're talking about garlic. You're talking about the garlic supplements or just garlic, garlic supplements. in general? Okay. Because yeah. I'm all about cooking the garlic. I put it in my cereal. <laughs> uh, Frosted garlic flakes. So. <laughs> garlic will affect um, anti-clotting medications and immunos- the immunosuppressant drug cyclosporin. So, so if you get a uh, heart transplant... Don't add the garlic pills. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> now we've been hearing a lot about fracking around here recently. That's just that's just me in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
And oh, that's a really we bad. Were, we weren't going to say, yeah, we weren't going to say anything about all those tissues everywhere. We're going to talk about <laughs> fracking and its possible connection to a recent uh, event here. So last Thursday, uh, the day after we recorded our last episode, we had a 4.8 magnitude earthquake. It was ah! horrible. It knocked over lawn furniture and everything. Well, maybe not even that. I didn't believe that. Yeah. No. I didn't even feel. I that. lived in Los Angeles for eight years, and I didn't feel a thing that morning. So. Well, it was how many miles southeast of here? It was. It was, it was in, in Beagle. It was in, in Atacosca County near Carnes County, which okay. is just south of San Antonio. So, I mean, a, an earthquake that you could kind of feel, oh, something weird happened. But not something that's going to cause any major damage. Um, well, you, you like I said, you lived in California. I lived in California. You know, I felt, to... I felt the earthquake in Pakistan in '05. Uh, well, so. the thing wow. about it is, is that it, if you live with them and you've had a couple of them, after a while, you're like, oh yeah, that was like a three eight to four two. Yeah, okay, I'm just rolling over and going back okay. to bed. So, so that <laughs> earthquake was totally natural, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was completely natural. But like the um, East Coast Virginia earthquake we had a couple months, well, they had a couple months ago, um, a lot of people come out of the woodwork to start to say, well, are all these earthquakes caused by something we've done? And uh, something Heart. that's... Some- Sin? No, I was going to say, God, didn't God do it? No, and it's not the gays either. Apparently, a lot of Secret people, government conspiracy? Close. It's A lot of people say it has to do with the new natural, well, not new, the natural gas drilling technique of fracking. Now, mm. essentially what fracking is, is they'll drill into a, a kind of soft rock or shale area, and they'll force water and sand into the area to basically create cracks in this already ups- kind unstable. Of fracturing it. Yes, this already ups- unstable rock, they're basically cracking it and filling it with sand at the same time so that they'll be it'll be naturally porous and the gas will rush out and they can collect that. Okay. There are a lot of people who don't like the, the, the fracking thing because there are some chemicals involved to lubricate things and there's wastewater involved and uh, methane and all that, but we're mainly talking about earthquakes. Now, the 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 from what I've I've little I've heard here and there, it's it's done fairly deep in the ground, and we have a big area that they're using this. Yeah, south of San Antonio. I'm I'm not sure where Shale. it's being used. I don't know if there right. were any whales we, wells nearby, but we've been I doing this some. a lot yeah. right now because we've opened up a shale uh, south of here called right. Eagle Shale. But so the f- the the thing about shale is it's already an unstable rock anyway. So if it's being pressured by, say, a fault line or anything, that rock's going to crumble anyway under the pressure of tectonic forces. It's not like granite or anything that can stand up to that kind of force, which is why pumping water into it can fracture it to get the gas out. So there's really no way that fracturing the shale can cause an earth- a full-blown earthquake. I mean, there's some seismic activity because you're doing something underground. But okay. it's like a level 1.2 or 2.5 or something. 4. I'm not 8. sure I'm following. Can't, can't natural processes, though? Ca- natural processes can cause that fracturing. But you're not saying that that doesn't cause an earthquake. Right, but the, the thing about earthquakes is they're, they're sudden and hard, where 
basically anything pressing against shale rock would crack it anyway and just kind of slowly move. Okay. Whereas, you know, two fault line areas that are against each other are rubbing and rubbing with that friction, all of a sudden slips, and then you have an earthquake that we, that we full-on feel. Hmm. Or not. Or okay, not. so did fracking have anything to do with this earthquake? Probably not. The, the, the unfortunate part about this whole do fr- does fracking cause earthquakes phenomenon question is that fracking itself doesn't cause earthquakes, but some of the processes surrounding fracking has been shown to possibly be involved with earthquakes because there's been cases where they've shown that um, drilling down and trying to get rid of the wastewater that's kind of the excess from fracking and if, if it's put into the wrong place, like somewhere where there's an actual fault line, an existing geologic fault line, that that wastewater from fracking, because of those chemicals in the sand, actually lubricates that fault line and can allow a natural earthquake, one of those sudden shiftings of rocks, to happen because that friction doesn't exist anymore and then all of a sudden slip and earthquake. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. And in, we do have uh, faults in Texas. Yeah. That, <laughs> that did happen in are, Arkansas. Earthquakes are rare here, but they're not unheard of. Yeah. They're, um, they talked about in 93, there was a 4.3 earthquake near the same area. I don't know how much fracking was done back then, but there have been similar earthquakes back in the 70s. There's probably less fracking done back then. And the the people who talked about the Virginia earthquake several months ago, the one that cracked the Washington Monument, is that the the closest fracking drill site to the epicenter of that earthquake was some 150 miles away, and that's just way too far far away to have actually yeah, caused anything. Yeah, any particular earthquake, you don't know the cause, but I guess eventually we'll have some more statistics because that's getting to be more and more common the fracking uh, technique. And we yeah. can maybe and see that earthquakes yeah. become yeah. more more prevalent in those areas because we really don't know for sure. It, it is one of those things where, the best of our knowledge, fracking itself doesn't cause earthquakes. But we all agree as rational, scientifically minded, skeptical people that it's not a bad idea to look into it and make sure. And unfortunately, you have these kind of chicken little people saying, you know, stop, stop fracking, you know doing anything it'll destroy the world and whatever and 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 actually um not to give a plug well, to one of our competitors but he's not a competitor <laughs> yeah he's better than us brian dunning at skeptoid <laughs> he does something completely different did a pretty good episode on the basics of fracking itself all the stuff with the sand and the chemicals and also um that um the documentary gasland he talks some about that and yeah. what the myths and realities are in that movie um but he didn't talk much about earthquakes in his podcast which was skeptoid episode 275 but he did follow up on september 15th with a blog post over at skepticblog.org and talked about earthquakes because right after he did the skeptoid episode eerily enough that earthquake happened and people started blaming it on on fracking but there are off subject a little bit, there are problems associated with, with fracking, with gases getting into, with those fractures, allowing gases going, getting into people's water supply. Well, that's that's what the uh, Skeptoid episode was, was about. Okay. Um, fracking happens far deeper in the earth than most okay. wells are located. And, there may, and in an area that has a lot of natural gas anyway, 
may have yeah. methane getting into the water supply that has nothing to do with fracking because there's a lot of natural gas in the area. So it's, 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 yeah. yeah, it's, it's one of those things that yes, it requires further study and we have to be careful about it. We have to be careful about the chemicals because the companies that do the drilling don't really, um, advertise yeah. Yeah. so much of what chemicals they involve. And in fact, but they, the chemicals they, they call are, them proprietary. So yeah. they, you don't really know what's in there. A lot of times, they'll li- a state will list all the various chemicals that can be used in fracking, they, but each company has its own specialized mixture. But from what I understand, the actual chemicals involved compared to the volume of sand and water is fairly small. Most of what fracking is is sand and water with a little bit of chemicals thrown in. So I, it's okay. it's something we have to be careful about, and it's it's one of those unfortunate gray areas where you say, well, probably not this, but let's check that. And it's it's hard for us skeptics to basically be yes or no on something entirely like fracking, which requires more study. Either that or uh, that's a new necklace that, that Greg has, and he's getting money from big oil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those chicken little people trying to stop us fracking. <laughs> yeah. I want my chicks too, damn it. Sound like a shrill. <laughs> a little bit. Sh- shrill? Shill. Shill. Yep. Well, but not a shrill shill. You know, a shrill shill. You know, if, shill. if the, the, the oil companies want to give us millions of dollars to do our podcast... Then we'll, by all means, we should let them. Yes, we'll just talk about you know psychics and Bigfoots all the time and... And, you know, we'll be fine. We'll not bring it up, sure. Okay, all right. Yes, right. We will take quiet money. <laughs> <laughs> we may not be cheap, but we no, can yeah, be bought. No, we're not cheap, because these psychics and, and we, ghost hunters, uh, you probably don't have the money that Big Oil does to pay us. We're, we're not cheap, <laughs> but we are easy. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of easy, let's move on to Poe's Corner. Poe! the corner away we go okay so here at post corner you know we 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 try to make up pose and see if our compatriots can tell you know the reels from the fakes and each of us seem to develop our own little you know obsessive compulsive subjects i uh, i am now the obsessive compulsive about kangen water okay like i can't help but go over to their site and just marvel at them and everything else so I went yeah, over. I realized today that I've been mispronouncing it. It's Kegel water. Kangan. Kangan. I've been saying Kangan. Yeah. Kangan. Kang. Can I even say that? Kangan. Because we Captain watched that Kangen video today. <laughs> so I went over and pulled some of their their quotes about um, water ionization. Yay! Oh goody. So the first one is. So it's going to be impossible to figure out. <laughs> Water treated by electrolysis to increase its reduction potential is the best solution to the problem of providing a safe source of free electrons to block the oxidation of normal tissues by free oxygen radicals. We believe that reduced water, water with an excess of free electrons to donate to, act, to, donate to active oxygen is the best solution. Can I ask you a question? Is yes. one of these fake or are they... I don't know. So either, gonna tell how many either this came how many from are... their website or, or you made it up. Or it came out of my brain. Okay, Your so are we going to okay. go each one of these and vote? Or are we going to go through? We'll go and vote. And so. Right now? Yeah. I say that's actual from the Kangen site. Sure. 
Uh, I, I'm going I'm to agree with you. Well, I have a problem with the talking about treating water with electrolysis. How, you know, doesn't how, that, <laughs> that how you means... remove extra hair on your body? Yes. Um. So yeah, hairy water. You know what? I'm going to say that's false. Okay. Uh, Do you guys want to know the answer now? No, probably you want to go at the end. Probably okay. be easier so for our listeners track. to know, but <laughs> keep track at the end then. Okay. Yeah, number two. Probably be good for our listeners, wouldn't it? Okay, let's 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 Number hear two. It. Because let's active oxygen can ah. damn enormous tissue, it is essential to scavenge this active oxygen from the body before it can cause disintegration of healthy tissue. I say true. That one's a true one. Disintegration of tissue? Healthy tissue. So oxygen does not disintegrate cancer. Uh yeah, I'll say that's true. Okay. Number three. Rather than say true, I'm going to say yes, that's on the Kangen site. Okay. Very good point, David. <laughs> that is a good Okay. Guess. Number three, one way to protect healthy tissue from the ravages of oxidation caused by active oxygen is to provide free electrons to active oxygen radicals, thus neutralizing their high oxidation potential and preventing them from reaching, from reacting with healthy tissue. I'll say yes, that's on their website. Me too. It's sounds like um, I don't know it has punctuation in it <laughs> uh, I'll go I'll go with on the website as well ionized water quickly permeates the body and blocks the oxidation of biological molecules by donating its abundant electrons to active oxygen enabling biological molecules to replace themselves naturally without damage caused by oxidation that can cause diseases I'm going to say you made that up. Or the more technical term, you pulled that out of your arse. Well, I'm that, trying to understand the sentence first. I don't care. Uh, you know what? I, I well, want the to go back like, and say that the previous one is... You can change your answer. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's not it, but this one is. Because, again, punctuation. Well, I'll, uh, <laughs> David was having some trouble understanding the sentence, so I'll reread it for him. Blah, 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 water, blah, 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 ionization, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Biological molecules. I'm going to say that's um, made up. Okay. Number five. Although many people today in developed countries are growing more skeptical about what they eat, they tend to concentrate more on what the food contains rather than the metabolized products of foods in the, digest in the digestive tract. Yeah, I don't think about that much, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> The metabolized Isn't that one of the things you're supposed to do when you're meditating? Tract. You're supposed to concentrate on your digestion? Uh, I think I more concentrate on what the food contains than how it's metabolized well, in my Well, you may think that tract. because you're a rational person, but what would the, the Kegel water people say? I'm going to go with that's on their site. I'm going to go made up entirely. Um... Just to be contrary to Gary. I Absolutely. don't see how this has to do with Kengan water. That may um, be the red herring. No, you know what? I'm going to say it's on the site. Because they can just throw anything in there. <laughs> okay, the last one. Normal cells are protected from the electron thievery of active oxygen and are allowed to grow mature, function, and regenerate without interference from rogue Oddball oxygen radicals, which tend to steal the electrons from the molecules of normal, healthy, biological molecules. 
Made up, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with made up on that one, too. I'm going to say that's actually on the website. Oh, wow. Okay. <coughs> now, we go. as you go through them, give us a little reminder of what each one said. Okay. Uh, paraphrase. No, you know why? They were all on the website. Holy crap. Oh. All ten of these were It was on a trick question. Oh, very good. All ten of these statements, and they're, they're slated to be posted on the blog yeah. later and tonight. Explain ten... You just said six. She said right, but she did. Skip, but I did say that some. I was reducing okay. them for the thing. Okay. There's there was an extended version that will be popping <laughs> wow. up on our blog. I literally with the link at the Kangen site to the to the PDF that I pulled these from because I just was like, now, I was face palming the entire <laughs> time I'm reading this document. I was, was face palming when you when you uh, gave us that link to the local news channel. Which was basically an advertisement for Kangen Water. For a Kangen Water, a local news story. Yeah. It was horrible. It was horrible. They did have a skeptic on there, doctor, for like, whatever. Like for three like three seconds. Yes, yeah, for like three seconds. <laughs> and the rest of it was just an advertisement for Kangen Water. But then, you know what? When they're interviewing the skeptic, you can see the, the interviewer doing that, that winky winky thing that. Right. She's giving the, the, the yeah, right look to the expert as opposed to the Kangen Water people. <laughs> and then the Kangen Water person gets to come on. Yeah, there's some people, holdouts, that just won't accept, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Loved it. Wonderful. See, you have heart math. I apparently am the Kangen Water girl. <laughs> and, and the Kangen Water Kangen folk Water. here in San Antonio put on a lot of um, events. Yes, they do. They're, they're doing breast thermography next month. Yeah. So. Woohoo! I'm so there. <laughs> it's a pretty I, sexy little picture they got up. Yeah, I just imagine like you know, them doing like the Mr. Miyagi thing where they clap the hands together and rum them together fast to, to heal the breast thermography. And, uh. <laughs> okay, Donna, good job. Was that creepy? Good job. That was too creepy? Yeah, that was pretty creepy. Um, okay. That was a good poem. You got me. <laughs> How many? How many did you say, Greg? Were were fakes? Uh, I was three and three. I was two and four. You said two were fakes. I said two were fakes. Yeah. So you got us all. Yep. Good job. I just like I said. I started reading this, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't beat this. <laughs> I'm a creative person, but I can't come up with shit better than. Well, you this. should have put something true. <laughs> Water is good for you. Okay, thanks, oh, wait, Donna. That's <laughs> In the beginning. It. Okay. There I, were I sore people. I totally forget I was going to start this. Okay. <clears throat> I'll just and they had to learn how to stretch. Oh, sorry. And then someone <laughs> decided that they could make money off of their stretching and called it yoga and charged them great amounts of money. And they put them in hot places and then sold them expensive waters. <laughs> King and waters. <laughs> How's that for an intro? Thank you. For that. And they called it yoga. Yeah, we're going to talk about yoga. Bikram. I'm going to talk about yoga. Um, Bikram? There Bikram has been... Hmm? Bikram yoga? That's the that's the sweaty ones. Is that when everybody argues? Or is, No, that's Bikram yoga. No, this yoga. is... I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I know the type of yoga. I just... I'll have to, I, to it's that. Just, I, They just call it yoga, don't they? No, no. It's a Some specific people call type it tapioca. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to talk about yoga. Well, that's okay? not the way you say it. You said, okay, we're going to talk about yoga? Yoga? <laughs> is it... <laughs> Is it cherry flavored, blueberry flavored? I think it's more of a strawberry lemonade flavored. Okay, there we go. Well, I didn't get that at all. Yogurt, just oh. plain yogurt. Yeah. 
I got gotcha. you. Okay. So <laughs> there's a recent study that compared yoga to stretching for back pain, for lower back pain, for kind of a non-specific moderate back pain. Now, I, um, I thought yoga was stretching. Yoga contain has stretching as an element to okay. it. Okay. Okay. But now if you go to a yoga site, they will tell you there's more to yoga than stretching that will benefit you pain-wise. Okay. Or if you need a it's, DVD. It's, it's not just the, the stretching. It is the breathing. We talked about the benefits of the breathing last week. And, and kind of I, the, I would like to talk about the benefits of not breathing. <laughs> and kind of the mind-body, uh, awareness of your body, uh, supposed to uh, get endorphins going, things like that to help with the pain. So and My body some, just tells me to take another drink and eat another donut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is for kind of Plus, this the, is for the lower other back. benefit of yoga is the woman in front of you is wearing tight stretchy pants, so you can see what religion it she is. It takes your mind off your pain. Yes. Okay. Stretching too. I mean, no big difference there. Um, so th- there had been some earlier studies that showed that yoga outperformed stretching, but they were just not very good studies. They weren't consistent, low sample size, different okay problems. So they. Uh, this uh, study was just done, and it was funded by the National Institutes of Health uh, Center for Complementary and Alternative Medicine. I think I Ooh, said that right. red so, flag. So they funded this study, and it was a randomized, double-blind study of people with lower back problems. Okay, question. How many people did they study? Was it like six again? No, this is, this is actually a decent study. study. How do you, um, how do you double blind someone doing yoga or just stretching? Because the, what, what happens is they, they all took a um, questionnaire. The people giving the questionnaire didn't know what program they were on. Okay. Okay. But it's so not double. Per- so it's, it's single blinded. And it's self-reported. Because double blind would be that the people themselves <laughs> didn't know whether they were getting uh, yoga or regular adults. stretching. Okay. <clears throat> True. If you were stretching, you knew you were getting stretching. Yeah. So That's it's true. It does, <laughs> but, but it's a. It's probably the best they could do okay. under the circumstances. Study, okay. It's they're doing okay. some blinding, which is a green flag. Now they found 228 <clears throat> blind people with lower back pain. Okay. Now they they split them into three groups. There was ni- about 90 people who did the yoga, about 90 people who did stretching, and then another group of about 50 who they gave some literature to. On how to stretch and, <laughs> and just deal told with them to pain. walk it off. <laughs> they gave them literature on on exercises and things like that. That group didn't do so well. Yeah, okay? that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the homeopathic stretching group. So that they, that that's group kind died of the, in an alley. <laughs> that's kind of the control. Now, what they did find was, and this is this is a weekly thing. There was 75 minutes with a trained instructor, either a yoga instructor or a PT, and um, then some stuff to do at home. That yoga and stretching both benefited people equally. They both benefited much better than the the control group, basically, but they benefited people equally. Which you would expect because they're both effectively stretching. Both effectively stretching. Right. Yeah. Um, I they expected yoga to be outperform stretching because there's supposedly other elements to it. A little okay? bit of more strength training in that you're trying to do well, push-ups the mind, or body stuff kind like of that. Thing. Also, yeah, it's, it's, the mind-body, the breathing, the body awareness okay. type of the thing. The woo also. So um, it, it's an interesting trial. It, 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 it does look like 
and, and, and they say, okay, if you want to do stretching, good. If you want to do yoga, good. If you want to ride a bike, good. Just, you know, do something that you like and it's probably going to benefit you. Now, um, I first, I'm going to talk about how the media covered this for a second. It's an interesting study. Any, so the study itself was, you know, thing, it's okay. It's a good thing to do, but, you know, it's, you could stretch too. No big deal. Right. Right. That's what the study said. But the press... You know, the press, um, there was a couple of good uh, articles on this, but like one of the ones that caught my attention that got me looking into this was the Wall Street Journal uh, page that says yoga may help lower back pain, mental effects, not so much. And they go on to say that um, it relieves lower back pain, but it didn't find any evidence that yoga provided broader mental benefits. And then there's another study. So that's, another a, that's article. a good that's a good article, is it not? I did not because it didn't study any other mental benefits. Oh. And then we have the Daily ah. News, New York, New York Daily News. It says yoga may help back pain, but has no other mental health benefit. Sounds like they copied and pasted other people's articles. And it says yoga can help ease your back pain, but it can't cure your emotional woes. What, right, which is, again, as you said, not what they study. Not at all. Study. It says there's no evidence that it provided any other mental health benefits outside of the physical ones produced by stretching. And at first I thought, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe they did study a general well-being question. So I downloaded the questionnaire that they ask everyone in order to you know, generate their results. And it reads like this. I'm not going to read them all, but... Because of the pain in my back, I have to use hand rolls to get upstairs. Because of the pain in my back, I lie down to rest more often. Because of the pain in my back, every question has to do with your mobility and your pain having to do with the pain in your back and whether the pain in the back is disabling you functionally or whether the pain is going away. These articles totally misread the study, totally went overboard. And I actually went on one of the sites and, you know, um, this is, you know, this headline is completely, completely wrong. Of course, I, I was on the site. Be, I was actually responding to some commentators who were saying, oh, this is big pharma. <laughs> of course, I had to respond to them because, first of all, it was funded by the, the CAM. CAM in the National Institutes of Health. And they weren't comparing it to any drugs. <laughs> Unless you think pharma now has a you know patent on stretching, the argument <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. So we've got bad headlines and bad comments, and to people just totally missed the essence of the study. I, um, is it that the headline is bad and the rest of the article gets it right? Well, no. Or is it, or is it the, article, the headline the is bad and then the article is Worse. The article saying, like it says, it can't cure your emotional woes, and it hits that angle. Yeah, because some, sometimes news. you'll get a fairly okay article, and the headline writer just sensationalized the whole thing. But it sounds like one. It, it sounds like because these other articles are pitching it the same way that one guy read the study, got it wrong, wrote it up, and then other people basically copied and pasted the same idea. Over and over and yeah, over again. Yeah, just got the general idea from yeah. This is a this is a fail on yoga. Now, I'm not saying it yoga does give you additional mental benefits or doesn't. It just this study says nothing, nothing about that. So I thought that was that's about all I have to say about this. Plus, with but stretching, you don't have to buy special pants and a pad. <laughs> eh, depends on what kind of pants you have lying around the house. But not special pants. You, have to get ones that you can could stretch. you could do stretching in sweatpants. You don't have to get quote unquote yoga pants. Oh. I'm wearing yoga pants right now. They're really comfortable. 
Those are yoga pants? Yeah. Okay. Is there a difference between yoga pants and stretching pants? About $50. (laughs) I got mine at Target for like on sale for like 10. So, of course, with yoga, you have to buy the mats too, right? Yep. Okay. Now, actually, I I do have a yoga mat, but only because when I stretch and and I do some of the yoga moves that that stretch out and stuff, um, on my carpet, I tend to slide. (laughs) <laughs> so the yoga mat actually prevents. But you know what the mo- yoga mat is? It's a, it's the same stuff that you that you can buy it, that you can put inside your 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 medicine cabinet. That, oh, that's yeah. in the, or or the, not the, the medicine, the mats, but the, yeah, yeah, little yeah. mats. That's yeah. all it is. Is a large shelf cabinet mats. mat, shelf mat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save some money. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't think they make them quite the as deep tape as, as a yoga. But that's what duct tape is for. Exactly. Ooh, good point. Exactly. I have duct tape. <laughs> I have rolls of duct tape. Oh, I am so mad at myself. Okay, that's enough for yoga. And Gary, you're going to tell us about uh, some global warming. Global research. warming. We're all going to die. Eventually. Yay. Eventually, yeah. I mean, boo. Boo. This last week, the Berkeley Earth Project released a uh, four studies, four papers, uh, that have not been peer-reviewed as of this time. But that shows that the Earth's temperature has written about one degree Celsius um, worldwide, which is actually a little bit higher than what previous studies by National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NASA, and the UK Meteorological Office. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. Um, Now, the interesting thing about the, the Berkeley Earth Project, it was put on, it was partially funded by the Koch brothers, who have been staunch anti-global warming, uh, quote-unquote, skeptics. And uh, Richard Muller, who is an astrophysicist and has been also uh, quite against and vociferously against in many ways. Out of the University of California. Yes. And he knows about all of the maths and the stuff that goes on to, to do these studies. So he has rescinded his claims and said now there is evidence of global warming. He believes his analysis and he's waiting for the peer review of of the thing, but he is he's now on the side of the people saying that it's getting hotter overall. He's he's done yeah, a lot so to is... try to counter a lot of the the climate uh, the the basically global warming deniers claims. Like he's even though he's not peer reviewed yet, he's put everything up online. He hasn't hidden anything. Like people were accusing people of the climate gate thing. Right. right. Um, he also took all the sites that. Um, Deniers like Anthony Watts criticized. And Anthony specific. Watts refuses as yeah. refuses to accept the findings. So he is against. Now this is something that he was looking for. It's people that he supported, and just because it's basically given the wrong answer, he he doesn't want to listen to it. Now yeah. this group, um, the new study looks into uh, uh, t- or takes into account the city heat island effect. And all of all of the data from stations around the world, which some of the the um, reports kind of only take ones that have good data over a long period of time, and so some of the skeptics were claiming that that will lead to selection bias. And then they also took into account uh, account poor station quality, which they split in they split all the stations as good or bad. And poor station quality means that it, it's not necessarily accurate, but it shows temperature. Different changes. Uh, So what I find interesting about that is they 
all, they assuming the skeptics are assuming that the people who are doing all of the original studies overlooked all that and just mm-hmm. you know yeah. now the heat island effect and and the the stations that have long versus short uh, ranges of of data um, I can understand that because that looks like they might be uh, selector or what's it called uh, so they have selection bias on their data. Those evil, evil climate scientists. Right. It, go ahead. Okay. I, I think it's hard to overstate how important this study is. The fact that we had skeptics, skeptics in quotes, yeah. climate skeptics. Uh, the, the climate skeptics. The, the climate skeptics. <laughs> climate <laughs> which, deniers. Which, which means deniers who, in, in parlance. Who were in early on the protocol, who had all their issues addressed, at least these particular people. And, and part of their issues, okay, one of their issues is cities are growing. So these heat islands are growing, and that's going to affect your readings. So they said, okay, let's account for that. And all, everything they they gave at them, they say, let's account for that in the protocol. Right. And, and then the results ended up just aligning almost perfectly with every other study yeah, that's been done in the past. there's hardly any difference in what they came up with. Now, and, and the, the really cool thing is they took 1.6 billion measurements from 39,000 temperature stations around the world. And these are only stations that are on land. So they ignored all of the water-based data. And, of course, the, wor- the globe is mostly water as opposed to mostly land. So that's kind of interesting as well. I learned something a little bit interesting. I'm not sure I understand it quite fully yet is when they were talking about one of the confirmations of global warming is that when you see, okay, the temperature rise, um, the nights are rising faster than days. And if it were a heat island effect, you would see that rise in the daytime, but not so much at night. But you're starting to see a faster rise in nighttime temperatures than you are in daytime temperatures because of that heat trap effect. Because the carbon dioxide... Is treeping, keeping the heat trapped in so it's not cooling off at night like right. it well, normally would as much. Right. Uh, well, an uh, uh, answer to that. that no, no, I'm not. No, you got it right, but an answer I understood that could be an answer for that bugger um, <laughs> is is that the the all of the concrete is trapping the heat, and so it's going to hold it longer. And so instead of, that's the whole heat island effect, right. is it's not releasing the the heat over the night, and so it's the evening data would be hotter because of the Concrete trapping. Concrete Yeah, not, not the uh, carbon dioxide, but rather the, the blacktops and concrete and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you're right. <laughs> That's what the other shows. So, so this this is another nail in the coffin of the deniers. It's another line of evidence, another study saying yes, the world is getting warmer, right. and you know carbon dioxide and our fossil fuels is probably contributing to that. But it seems like you know deniers like Andrew Watts are still going to disbelieve it, right. and it's. You know, it, it it seems like we're never going to hit that tipping point of, okay, fine, yes, we get it. We have to keep playing whack-a-mole. Yeah. Well, there's, there's always going to be someone on the other side. Uh, but what I like to do, especially in the uh, the denier um, camp, is to, to, to change the argument. And, and that's to say, but look look at what we're doing just to our environment. 
uh, we're, we're creating uh, a worse standard of living by burning these fossil fuels, by putting all this stuff in our cars. Mm-hmm. Like when, and I think I've, I may have mentioned this, said this earlier on an earlier podcast. Um, but it's like when you walk down the street, wouldn't it be nice that you didn't hear all the cars or you didn't smell the cars when they pass you, that you could go running and not have to, you know, deal with cars passing you and, and you <laughs> coughing. I mean, just children asthma rates, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, better quality of living. We, we reduce that uh, somehow. We don't really have all the answers because one of the problems is uh, even the Prius or electric cars, you're, all you're doing is you're moving all of that uh, to someplace else away from, from where you're living, right? So mm-hmm. uh, ele- electrical power generation you know, up somewhere. It's coal or natural gas. Right. It's so that's something happening somewhere else. It's not happening necessarily where you live. It would be right. great if we could make more things electric and have more wind and uh, and solar yeah. and hydro created electricity. That would kind of be this, you know. Yeah, a full grid of not just one type of generation. Because if you get the wind, you know, wind is isn't constant, so. Yeah. Then you have the solar, but you know the sun goes the down at yeah, night. The sun goes down at night, so you have to deal with you have to have a grid that takes all of that into consideration. And I think we're moving towards that, um, mm-hmm. or a lot of the power companies claim we're moving towards that. Um, yeah. Certainly in West Texas, we have a uh, Texas has a, a very uh, good uh, wind, wind farm. farm. So, so when you basically bring this topic up to the Stand deniers, up. saying, "Well, okay, let's ignore the whole fact." Let, let's pretend that the world isn't warming like right. it is, and you know you don't believe the seas are going to rise and the glaciers going to melt. Okay, fine. When you tell them, well, what about quality of air? What? How did they respond to you? They respond well to that. Uh, that's actually a. Uh, it seems to be a pretty good argument. Global warming is really gives you a sense of urgency, though. And, and there was another study this week. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, well, it gives but, us a sense of urgency because we believe the science. Um, there was another study this week, I left it in front of me, that it's going to be a lot harder to uh, dial back the carbon dioxide, and we have to move much quicker right. than we thought. Yeah, I, I saw that one as well. Um, which was, was the kind one of about, getting worse and worse. Was yeah. that the one about that um, carbon isn't being sequestered in the deep sea the way we thought because um, microorganisms in the shallow sea are eating up the carbon and keeping it in the carbon cycle rather than the carbon going down to the seabeds and being sequestered. Well, the so that means that there's that. still more sure carbon dioxide in the oxygen and it's not getting taken out of the atmosphere yeah, as fast I, as we thought. And I think there was, there was also some about it not being uh, put out of the upper atmosphere as well. Yeah. Right. So it's not going down, it's not going up, it's still kind of staying as a yeah. blanket, keeping us yeah. all nice and So we really warm. have to move fairly Quickly and yeah. dramatically. But the one thing about the, the quality of life is people can see that happening quickly. Because, oh, okay, the Prius, sure, great. And if I could get in my truck, you know, I'd get my H3 out there, and you know, but make it <laughs> environmentally safe, you know, they, they dig that. Okay. Some of them. All right. You know, as, as gas gets more expensive, you do, you do see some people selling off their trucks and their SUVs. Right. Not quite as fast as... Was when gas was getting close to five dollars a gallon, yeah. but it it has happened some. Maybe not down here in Texas, where 
Like in L.A. It's where everybody's in love with their cars, and here people in love with their, their trucks. We need a lot more than people driving more fuel-efficient cars. We need yeah. cap and We need a we whole need... lot of stuff, but at least that's one little yeah. bit. Like, combine that with, you know, complex, com- compact fluorescent light bulbs and, cap and you trade know, system. cap and trade and more efficient generating systems, all that kind of stuff. We need a full full court push on this, and unfortunately... It would take a hell of a lot of money to have a lot of an Apollo level kind of push right. from the government, so it has to come from the the grassroots. And, and I think you also have to have, just for the thrill seekers, and I, I would be one of them, is you have to have the muscle cars <laughs> or, or the muscle bikes, right? You got to be able to go fast and and hug the hug the road, you know. And, and I know the spider. No, wait, is it, that's not there, Spider. I don't know the brand, but I know there's a fully electric sports car yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, very expensive, but that's what you need. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you get into the whole Rush Red Barchetta. Yeah. Damage. Well, every, everybody thinks <laughs> that you you know you take a Prius and you just kind of roll it on the ground like one of those wind up toys <laughs> and you just let it go and it's dinky and little and small, but you know it's it's it's, it's proved that it's a it can be an everyday car. It's you know there were the the there was a smaller hybrid that came out at the same time by Honda. It was just this little two seater thing, and yeah. it hasn't sold any as well because it's not as functional of a car. And in Texas, it's dangerous to yeah. have a. I mean, smart cars starting to see them great, uh, but they're, they're tiny so little small, things, <laughs> especially compared to an eighteen wheeler or or an uh, H. Okay, two, how as somebody who drives a small a car, and I'm sure that, that Dave can attest to this. There, there's a whole other aspect of this. It's not just the semis here in Texas. It is the big penis no. extension right, right. trucks. Yeah, the, the F350s and right. or 250s or 150s and you dually. Not only is it hard to see the small cars, they don't want to see, see the, the small, small cars. cars. Yeah. So there's a there's a whole attitude shift that needs to happen. But. Okay. Anyway, well, we hopefully studies like this climate thing will convince maybe a few minds, at least this one scientist, it changed his mind. Yeah, when's the last time I've seen a, a climate skeptic change your mind like that? I think yeah, it's great. Yeah. And I think he'll, yeah, bring, he some, he'll bring some others. That, he'll bring some others with him. That what makes me think that Things this will... guy, Richard Muller, is accurately described mm-hmm. as a climate skeptic yeah. because he yeah. looked at the science, yeah. did his analysis, said, you know what? I was wrong. Where other people like, what's Watts. his name? Watts. Andrew Watts yeah. is a climate science denier. Well, maybe we'll hit a tipping point at some point and those people will be so ostracized. Now I just have to figure something. out how to uh, bring it up with my family yeah. again. If you guys get a chance <laughs> to see Senator Whitehouse's speech on the Senate floor, we'll it's amazing on, on global climate change and the need to do something now. It's yeah. really good. Find it on we'll YouTube. have a leak. We'll have a leak. Oh, find it on our. We'll, well no, we're, we're, we're gonna have a link. We're gonna have a link in the show notes and our Facebook page, and it'll be on the uh, Facebook and on the blog. But if okay. you want to look up now, it's Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat of Rhode Island. Excellent speech. I love how you say. If you want to look it up right now, it's in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. They will have this in the show notes. <laughs> in the show notes, which they are listening to. Like not now, now, but now, then. Yeah, this but, is this okay, is not live, sweetie. But maybe some people have an old Clickwheel iPod like I have, and you can't immediately link from your Clickwheel iPod uh, onto the internet. Okay. Okay. And maybe so, they want to see so it while there. they're listening to the podcast. There you go. Not everybody's okay. a dinosaur like you. All so. right, let's all move right. on, guys. Screw you all. <laughs> let's move on. Let's finish this up with a lightning round. Lightning, lightning round. round! Lightning round. Lightning.
Donna, tell us yeah. about the BlackBerry outage. Um, a couple weeks ago, there was the infamous BlackBerry outage where everybody's BlackBerry was out for three days. And, you know, here in Texas, we have that law about no texting and driving and all of this jazz. Well, you know what? There might be some legitimate reasons behind it. In Abu Dhabi and Dubai, they saw significant drops in um, traffic accidents over the historical averages during the BlackBerry outage. Nice natural experiment. Yep. Um, Dubai dropped by 20% and Abu Dhabi dropped by almost 40%. And during that time, there were zero fatalities. Really? Wow. The National, I will link the article on our website. How many on our, do they normally have? Over it doesn't say. Yeah, it does. I think it was saying like one an hour or something. It, it was, it was well, a high number, thing, maybe in, not fatalities. In Dubai, the, there's an accident every three minutes. Every three minutes, an accident. It was very, very significant trial. Wow. So there you go. So just shows, you know. They must use Blackberries there more than they do here. They probably don't have the iPhone. They can't get it there. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> They probably can now. Has the new stuff on, so we're not going to make a make a joke about the go for three, it. three three days of silence uh, in honor of Steve Jobs. There you go. <clears throat> Too soon, dude. Too soon. Nah, I doubt that. Okay, uh, that's all right. it. Well, really, let's... I don't have anything else <laughs> no, to I'm say. No, I'm going to wait for the. Craig, penguins. Yes, penguins. Penguins. <laughs> Um, apparently, um, from time to time when there's an oil spill, they'll call out for help for volunteers to, you know, to help out things. And there's a fairly odd thing that gets, uh, has been recently called for, which is essentially knitting cozies for penguins. Okay. So now penguins are fashionable. Yes. Very fashionable. The picture I saw is, you know, a nice little striped sweater on one and the other penguin has a, basically a tuxedo sweater. I'm uh, sorry, he's ugly it. and his mother is okay, really dressing him funny. Sweaters? Well, the reason why they do this is basically to keep the oil-soaked so- birds warm until they're well enough to be cleaned. So if they've gotten oil on them, they put a sweater on them to keep them warm because the, the oil will basically make them cold. And so they don't pick the oil off themselves. And yes, yeah. so they don't eat the oil off their feathers. Uh, but, you know, it, uh, in the traditional kind of... Okay, I'm not. I want to make a broad statement about... Uh, knitters and stuff like that, but they tend to be over-enthusiastic when they're given a project, and it seems like they asked for about 100 and, uh, for the New Zealand oil spill, and they got 10 times that amount, and they've got them stockpiled for the next oil spill, and they're telling people, these things only have a limited shelf life, so you know what? Don't send them, don't send us anymore, and just stockpile your own sweaters for penguins, so... Sweaters have a limited shelf life? No, it says they don't. Maybe the wool... No, it says they don't have a... Sorry. Maybe the wool rots and moths or something. Okay. But yes, penguin sweaters. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to talk about supplements um, because there's been two very significant supplement studies that have come out in the last uh, week or two, one with men and one with women. Though the women's study had 38,000 older women who they followed for 25 years. Now, that's a good sample size. It's a good sample size. <laughs> you, you can argue with the study a little bit because it was self-reporting on how many supplements right. used in the last couple of years, whatever. And what they reported to the doctors. But what they uh, did find Gee, was that, that the higher familiar. the multivitamin use, uh, the higher the risk of death. Uh, and that is true of <laughs> multivitamins, <laughs> vitamin B, folic acid, iron, magnesium, zinc, and copper. And the only thing that reduced death was calcium. 
Um, it was a slight increase in death. It could be attributed to people not feeling well, so taking vitamins, so we don't know the cause and effect. But uh, the result was there was little justification for the general and widespread use of dietary supplements. Okay, so first I had to worry about <laughs> terrorists, and now i got to worry about vitamins causing my death? Well, I'm not making any uh, medical... Uh, Judgments here, so see your doctor. They the said a lot of study, it may have had to do with people who were already sick taking pills. So The, the other study was 35,000 men that they looked at for 10 years, and there was some hope that vitamin E, or uh, selenium, would decrease the risk of prostate cancer. Um, both of these, individually or in combination, increased cancer uh, in the men taking them. Uh, response from the cancer industry, I mean, the cancer the supplement <laughs> industry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This reinforces the theory that vitamins work synergistically. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Nice. Wow. So, yeah, cancer. <laughs> okay. And bad and stuff. Gary. Yes. Rosat satellite. Rosat. Um, apparently, the Rosat satellite crashing into Earth did not cause us to implode and die, Aww. and the rapture to occur. Aww. And that all was that your prediction, jazz. wasn't it? Yeah, that was my prediction. Um, I thought I had all my ducks lined up, but apparently, ducks were actually not part of the equation. But the Rosat camp <laughs> ducking hell. Yeah, exactly. The Rosat uh, came down into the Bay of Bengal. Oh, good. Uh, in India. Did it hit any tigers? Uh, no, it hit nothing, apparently, except for the Earth. If No one really saw it. It happened during the day. Then it could have hurt the penguins happen. and porpoises. Por- what? Maybe it landed it hit, in the bay, didn't it? Maybe oh, it hit a shark. It could, could have. Uh, but what, what I always find interesting about that is, considering what we know about the atmosphere, how they really j- still cannot predict where these things are going to fall. Uh, they know... I mean, they they can predict when the space shuttle's coming down, and well, well, they got someone driving it. <laughs> well, the problem oh. with satellites is they're not quite as aerodynamic as the space shuttle is. It's it's a, and hold on, it's a chaotic system. Hold on, isn't the space shuttle actually like piloted? <laughs> well, yeah, but... it's a big glider, but yeah, <laughs> but you can, but they they can figure out. Uh, well, even even the 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 Apollo missions. It's just amazing to me that they they don't, they still don't know. How the atmosphere affects things coming in, well, it's and you're chaotic. right that it's it's an irregular object, and that makes it weird. I had the app, so I was tracking that. <laughs> they had an app for that. And, okay, Did Donna, you you're next. Apparently, there's a psychic in, in Colorado who's been accused of stealing three hundred thousand dollars from clients. She um, needed their cash to draw out their bad energy and their credit card numbers to see how frequently the number six appeared. Police <laughs> say that she's kept the cards or kept the cash and used the cards, but unfortunately she missed the start of her tax evasion and theft trial. Did she, she throw that stuff in she, the cauldron? She missed it in that she didn't show up or that well, she didn't she, predict it. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking both, but um, apparently she's been in the hospital for high blood pressure and shortness of breath, although the prosecutors could see right through that and are calling it a scam and saying that she's stalling. So, yeah. so. We had the psychic last week who was basically telling a little girl to go steal all her mother's jewelry, <laughs> and this is just as brilliant. You know, well, you got to give me your credit card number. That'll give me, you know... How, wow. how many demons are Psychics following you? scamming people. A novel. <laughs> next. Oh, Greg, you're next. 
Yes, uh, we had actually a pretty good story that was um, uh, listed on Hemet Meta's um, Friendly Atheist, and also I think originally reported by Justin Griffith on the Freethought Blog's Rock Beyond Belief <laughs> site. Um, Megan Hewitt from uh, from Texas just signed up for the Texas Army National Guard, and during her signing in ceremony, she had to um, do the swearing in ceremony. And uh, Donna's going to assist me recreating a transcript of that event. So it began as such: I state your name. I Megan Hewitt state your name. Shut up, Gary. <laughs> do solemnly swear. Do solemnly affirm. To support and defend. To support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. And the state of Texas. And the state of Texas. Against all enemies. Against all enemies. Foreign and domestic. Foreign and domestic. According to the regulations. According to the regulations. And laws. And laws. So help me God. And that's how it ended. (laughs) She did not repeat it. Yay! So, and she didn't get in trouble. And actually, she was saying she talked to another guy afterwards, and she explained that she just didn't believe in the presence of a higher power. And this other guy, who was also being sworn in, confessed that he had his doubts, too, but he said it just in case. The dike is starting to crack there. Yeah. You know, people are starting to get... Some a little bit of courage to do these things. I think Mickey Weinstein has a lot to do with it. That's great. So take that, all you people who think there are no atheists in foxholes. Okay, I'm next. And we're going to go back to the 9-11 conspiracy because... Because it will never die. There was a court case. It's the conspiracy that wouldn't Uh, die. April Gallup had sued... um, the government saying that a plane did not hit the Pentagon on September 11th, <laughs> um, but that a bomb had been detonated instead, and that members of the government knew about the attack, attack in advance. Her complaint has been summarily discharged. Uh, the three-judge panel said they had failed to present anything beyond vague and compulsory allegations of conspiracy. Also, a lot of talk of they in scare quotes. <laughs> Her attorneys uh, called the judges. They said they should be disqualified because of uh, evidence severe bias based in active personnel, personal emotions arising from the 9-11 attack. They said um, the, the judges said, like other papers submitted by Gallup and her team of attorneys in this appeal, the response presents only irrelevant information in a jarring, disorganized manner. Uh, united solely by its consistently patronizing tone. Well, um, that doesn't sound like any other 9-11 truth I've ever heard. <laughs> she's been ordered to pay double court costs plus $15,000. Wow. <laughs> um, the affidavit, this is the judge, was also peppered with disdainful and ups- unsubstantiated conclusions about the panel member's emotional stability and competence to serve objectively. So she was just constantly just... Irritating the judges at every step of the way. Fifteen thousand dollars to learn a new world. Plus a word. court costs. Concult, concult, cold, plus double court double costs. court costs plus a penalty for bringing up a frivolous wow. lawsuit. Yeah. This Smackdown. Is okay. Who's next? Me. Gary. Um. There was a study released about cholesterol. We know that there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Finally, a Halloween story. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Good cholesterol is HDL. Bad kind is LDL. Turns out, doesn't matter if you have good or bad, you're still going to get a heart attack. Oh, crap. (laughs) 
or other things. Uh, there's lots of new drugs that reduce the the bad cholesterol. The FLDS cholesterol. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> the and, fundamentalist cholesterol. Um, I bugger it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, all our British listeners just turned off. But go ahead. I think there would it be turns two out. <laughs> turns out that um, the, you have the same uh, risk with the uh, cholesterol. But but if you're taking the drugs, you actually have a reduced risk. So something's happening there that they don't understand. Just some of the cholesterol being down is at least helpful. Maybe. They're right in that high in the bad cholesterol will give you a heart attack and low in the good. But if you try to manipulate those values with drugs, it doesn't help. Doesn't I, necessarily help, but but because the there's drugs, other things involved. There's, there's other things involved, but like the state statins. As long as you're taking the statins, it does help. So it has to do with the drug and the lowered cholesterol. It's kind of it's so just very trying to match, more, match more good night, cholesterol rates. More does must not, be done in an artificial way. Does not right. reduce your risk of heart attack. Okay, but they're still good indicators. There you go. Anyway, okay, that's that's it. That's the end of the lightning round. No, no booby-slapping stories like last week? No. No, we're all like serious stories, and, except for the penguins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. the psychic. Penguins are pretty damn silly. Oh, the 9-11 truthers. Does anybody have any uh, announcements, Any anything they want to say? Yeah, there there is other business. We have a spooky person in town, a donkey lady, not a donkey dun, dun, dun. And now, in celebration of Halloween this coming Monday... The Skeptic Wire Dinner Theater presents a story brought to us by Chasing Shadows. It's called Tracking the Donkey Lady Beneath the Donkey Lady Bridge. In the 1950s, there was a woman years... In the 1950s, there was a woman years who was horribly burned in a fire. Shit. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. We're still rolling. In the 1950s, there was a woman who was horribly burned in a fire. That's not what it says. It says there was a woman years who was horribly burned. It's a typo. Whatever. Fine. I'm burning. I'm burning. Resulting in her freakish disfigurement. You're a freak. The woman was cast out I'm and not banished, a monster. forced to live alone in the woods. Hello, is anybody there? Now, she, or perhaps her ghost, <gasps> haunts the area. It is said that if I'm one parks near the, the bridge at night, turns off the headlights, Click. and calls out her name three times, Hello, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice! She will appear. Lady, hello! Hello! Candyman! In this respect, the story mirrors other notable ur- urban legends, including that of Bloody Mary, oh, as God, well so as sick. La Llorona. Gesundheit. La 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 Llorona. There are other variations to the story, and many San Antonio residents have claimed to have heard, had frightening experiences hey, at I the location. I had a frightening experience. Right. Yes, there. One interesting twist. But no talk of anal probes. Is oh. that there used to be oh, he went a phone number that was circulating, beep, 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 which was beep, said beep, to belong to, <laughs> to the donkey lady. <laughs> if you were to call the number, you would inevitably be rewarded by the sound of her hoofbeats. You'd get a Tijuana donkey show. <laughs> Those are horses. Those are coconuts. 
I decided to drive out to the I spot this week best. and have a poke around. You, the there bridge, is the ale probe. The bridge is now part of the Medina River Greenway trail system Yay. off of old Applewhite Road. Right next to new Applewhite Road. When I arrived around dusk, I was surprised to find one of the most serene natural settings one can imagine with a charming little woo-hoo, creek surrounded by woo-hoo. lush woodlands. Crickets, the old stone crickets, bridge crickets, is quite crickets. narrow and quaint. I immediately Frog. walked across and called out to the donkey lady thrice, but to no avail. Donkey However, lady. Donkey lady. Donkey lady. I did notice that some nearby rapids sounded like clip-clop in certain spots. Occasionally, I would also hear a sound like a door creaking, although I never found the source. Door creaking, not a cat. After a while, I decided to descend down to the water and take a look. To my sheer and utter amazement... There was a lone hoof print embedded in the creek's muddy bank. Oh, that's so sad. I took a photograph of it, but strangely, I am not able to download the image onto my computer. Every time I view it, my camera freezes up. To the point that's where what I, you get for buying cheap cameras. I can't even shut it off without removing the batteries. All the other photos I have are working fine. It would seem that the weirdness of the donkey lady's legend lives on. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun! dun. And that is the end. One wonders why he didn't take more than one picture of this hoofprint. Yeah, I would have. Well, I'm frightened. Are you frightened? (laughs) I'm scared. How can you be scared of someone called the donkey lady? Why is she called the donkey lady? She was disfigured, which doesn't make sense. She was disfigured so she looked like a donkey, but somehow she left hoofprints. Right, and in the 1950s, she was cast banished? out and banished. Of San Antonio? Because she was burned. <laughs> right, disfigured. Horribly burned in the fire. And, and the kids threw rocks at her. Did they? They did. They is, probably, is that where I the whole egg throwing and toilet paper throwing thing of Mischief Night started? To get freaks like her uh, out of town or something? In the 1950s, yes. Never before, before this horrible fire and freakish disfigurement. Okay. So I think our general verdict is bullshit. Fun. <sighs> Halloweeny. Bullshit. Hmm. Do you, are you saying you Halloween-y. think he took the picture or not? I think it's more a Jesus weenie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about Jesus' are we, genitalia. Are we, are we saying, or is, yeah, is the donkey say, lady bullshit or is the picture taking You go for that one. Jesus weenie is a perfectly cromulent <laughs> celebration <laughs> during... This time. Yeah, I read about that where they give out Bibles instead of <laughs> yeah. candy. Wonderful. You know, that is a house that's just you know begging what? I think for that's the egg and toilet I think he said, you'd say, read this, and then, you know. Well, I thought it'd be neat to give out little science toys or something, but with the candy. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not rich. No. By the time you listen to this, Happy Halloween. it I'm going will to... not yet be Halloween. I'm going to be a zombie. <laughs> I'm going to a Halloween party this weekend. Anybody I, I else? did realize a last-minute costume that I could probably try to put together. Now that I've grown out my goatee, um, I could go as the dude from The Big Lebowski. Hey, you <laughs> could. That would be easy for you. Yeah, or, or you could go as David Silverman. And, <laughs> pre-shave. And the, the, yeah. yeah, pre-shave. It was. It was. It was still a goatee, but it was trimmed. Oh, that's so. True. This is a little yeah. bit more wild. So yeah. okay. okay. Anything else important we want to hear about? Um, just a little thing I heard recently that apparently because of Harold Camping's failed prediction of the end of the world, he has quietly retired. 
and just is so, not making any more predictions. They've taken the the family radio or whatever the heck he's on has taken his information down from their website. All his so predictions are we going to get a new improved uh, Harold Camping Jr. or something? I don't start think so. Things? I think he's taking Steve Miller's advice and taking the money and run. Okay, no replacement. Okay, we'll see. That wasn't the first song I thought of when you said Steve Miller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, it's been a good show. Thanks, guys. Thank and, you. Uh, good night. We love you long time. That's what you're saying. The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the PodPosted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. And now, in commemoration—hold <laughs> on, one more. And now, in commemoration of Halloween this week, a local San Antonio ghost story. Boo! Brought to you by Chasing Shadows, tracking the donkey lady. No, <laughs> don't move it! I can't see it. That was good too, Donna. Okay. I did. You were going to start reading, so sorry. No, he's going to read the story. I'm just going to introduce. Sorry. Introduce it. <laughs> What's a better word than commemorating? Celebrating? In celebrating. In, okay. in celebration. In celebration. Okay. In celebration of. Sorry, we are. We're not recording, right? Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <But> not anymore. <laughs> Good night, everybody. No, actually, I'll, I'll probably.